listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, joined today uh, with Michelle Carnaseca with Intermountain Health. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. We are talking about um, what can be kind of a personal decision, whether or not to breastfeed, and then deciding uh, maybe when you want to stop breastfeeding, wean your baby, also a personal decision. Every baby is so different. Every mom, family is so different. Uh, You're a registered nurse and certified lactation consultant with Intermountain Health. And you're gonna kind of walk us through um, some of the different options and timelines, I guess, for people when it comes to how and when to start weaning your baby, um, you know, if you make that choice to breastfeed. So let's first start with uh, a question I'm sure a lot of a lot of moms and new moms especially even though every baby can be so different how long should we breastfeed for um, so first of all to wean that is a very individual decision and every mom has different impacts um, from whatever she's going through and um, she has different feelings on it and sometimes a baby will be the one to wean first and the mom doesn't really have a decision. But according to the American Academy of Pediatrics, they recommend to breastfeed exclusively for the first six months while introducing solids and breastfeeding and continuing to breastfeed up through the first year and beyond. The World Health Organization recommends to exclusively breastfeed for the first six months, introducing solids and continuing to breastfeed until two years and beyond. that is the recommendation that we have um, as hospital employees and as lactation consultants and as mothers, that is the recommendation we have been given. And we know that there's benefits to breastfeeding, of course. Kind of walk us through some of those, um, you know, whether you're breastfeeding for a month or for, uh, you know, that up to two years, there's going to be benefits throughout. Absolutely. So a mother's milk actually changes. So if a mom delivers a preterm baby, her milk will actually change to help what that ba- to help give the baby what the baby needs. Um, as the baby continues to grow, a mother's milk will change. For example, um, if a baby is sick and a mom is with her baby and kisses her baby, her milk will actually change to help the baby fight whatever the baby may have. So breast milk is constantly changing, constantly correcting itself to help give the baby exactly what it needs. Our bodies are amazing things, aren't they? Absolutely. So with breastfeeding, we know that it also doesn't always work for everyone, or it might not be in someone's vision of what that looks like for them, you know, when after they deliver, they bring baby home. Um, you know, I know for me, I've always thought, yes, I want to breastfeed, or at least I want to try. Um, but then it doesn't always work out the way you expect. And so I think that you have to also give yourself some grace in that. And remember, again, our bodies are doing amazing things, but we have to listen to them as well. And like you're saying, uh, when it comes to weaning, listen to baby too. You might not always have 
the choice uh, that you think you want to make. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of times moms go into breastfeeding with their ideal of this is how I want it to go and this is what I'm expecting. And when it goes different than their plan, it's really, really difficult for these moms. Um, and sometimes they don't have an option. They just have to wean or they don't get a milk supply mm -hmm. or different things like that. Um, and sometimes the baby chooses just to wean and moms are thinking, well, that wasn't my plan. Um, but I, I love what you said, how we have to be, you know, pretty, pretty patient with ourselves and, and with our babies and realize as we go into either a birth journey or a breastfeeding journey or whatever journey we're on is that sometimes things won't go according to plan and we just kind of have to roll with it. It's okay to have those feelings. A lot of moms, when it is time to wean, they have a feeling almost of loss or they're changing, um, baby's getting older and it means a new stage for baby. And that can, that can be hard. And those feelings are normal and absolutely okay. Um, on the other hand, some moms, when it's time to wean and they've nursed their babies for a long time, they find a newfound freedom. And um, it's actually a happy, exciting time for them. So whatever feelings moms have as they're weaning their baby, it is really okay and normal. Yeah. And I, you know what you were saying about we we have these expectations or we put this plan into place that we think is going to be the way that it is, um, and it's not. And that was one of the things that I made a decision early on. I said, I'm not setting expectations. I'm not making a plan. People would ask me all the time, you know, going through pregnancy, you know, what's your birth plan? What's your this plan? What do you want to do with this? And I would just tell them every time, I just... I just want to have a baby. <laughs> That's good. I just want to deliver a healthy baby and then I want to be able to feed that baby however it happens. Um, because we don't know what to expect even though we set these expectations uh, for ourselves of the unknown really. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and I think also um, the moms who get help early on are able to meet those expectations better. Mm -hmm. um, I help a lot of moms um, with breastfeeding, a lot of moms in the hospital and in their homes. And usually when they get help early on with the lactation consultant or talk with their doctors and say, this is what I would like to have happen, then we can help them make that plan and do everything we can to help them reach that goal. And then for some reason, if that goal is not met, then we have that conversation and say, okay, this is what your body's willing to do, and this is what your baby can do. And so we have to um, kind of meet in the middle and figure out what will work best for moms at that point. Yeah, exactly. Because there is there is so much of the unknown at the time too. You do Absolutely. you do set that plan, you know. And like I was saying, I I, I did want to breastfeed and um, and started and, and did that, realized I wasn't producing much. Um, and then when our youngest was first born, he was also tongue-tied. And mm -hmm. so he needed a little extra assistance latching on. Um, and so there's all of the things that you don't know that it's even going to happen until it does, and then you have to readjust. Absolutely. Correct. And, and so... Now that we've gotten through the breastfeeding portion and, and we've made the decision to do that, um, then comes the next part, and that is the weaning. And like you were saying, um, you know, some babies will just make that decision on their own. 
but other times it has to be um, it has to be the mom's decision or the fam you know the family's decision. What what are some of those reasons um, that you kind of look for a want or a need to start to wean your baby? You know, I think a lot of it is um, personal choice by mom. Maybe she feels like this is the time. Um, I've breastfed my baby for two years. It's time to start weaning my baby now. Uh, maybe I want to start having other children. And for me, it's just too much right now. Sometimes moms um, are going back to work. And for them, they breastfeeding and going back to work may be too much for them. And a lot of moms do breastfeed when they go back to work. But a lot of moms are or some moms, I should say, maybe find that too stressful. Uh, sometimes um, a mom may have a loss or a baby who has passed away and um, she has to wean for that. Occasionally there's a few medications moms just can't take when they're breastfeeding and they do have to wean. Um, and moms who have to wean before they want to, it's those moms, that, that's really hard um, because again, they're having those unmet expectations. I expected to breastfeed for this long and now it's being cut short, not by my choice. Um, and then again, some babies will just say, I am done and I don't want to nurse anymore. I have five children and I nursed all of them for at least a year and a half to two years. Um, and one of my children at about a year and a half, she was just like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And that was it. <laughs> and, um, and others, I had to help them wean. But there's a lot of different reasons. Sometimes moms will feel social pressure to wean uh, where maybe a partner or a friend said, you're still nursing your baby. Um, and I like to remind those moms, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommendation and the World Health Organization recommendation um, of breastfeeding as long as you feel like you want to. And if it's working with you and your baby, then it's okay. Um, I help a lot of moms who I would say are closet nursers, who they're still nursing, but they don't let family or friends know they're still nursing because they don't want to be judged for that. And um, no one should judge I think you for so. feeding your baby. <laughs> because sometimes people will tell moms, you're still feeding your baby. You know, isn't it time? Uh -huh. um, and if your baby can ask for it, you need a wean. And I just think we need to make sure we don't put judgments on moms on either end of the spectrum, whether yeah. she decides to wean early for whatever reason, or if she decides to keep continuing to feed her baby well past two years, um, we need to let moms kind of let them alone and, and let them make their choice and what's working for them and their baby. Yeah. And same goes with just even making that choice to breastfeed or not. You know, I know Absolutely. women, moms feel that pressure, that social stigma of, well, I know breastfeeding is best for my baby because that's what everyone says, but that just really doesn't work for me or my family or that just doesn't seem like something that I'm going to do. And I know that there's other ways, of course, to supplement um, and feeling that pressure. Yes. And I agree with that. You know, I visit moms in the hospital. I work at American Port Hospital. And um, sometimes I'll go into a room and I'll check with the mom and see if she is planning on breastfeeding. And um, maybe she has physical reasons why she can't breastfeed. Maybe um, she just doesn't, her milk never comes in. Maybe mm -hmm. she has uh, PCOS and she can't get a good milk supply or whatever it may be. And sometimes moms almost feel shamed when I walk in. And um, I never, ever want moms to feel that way 
But if they choose not to breastfeed, they have their reasons. And hopefully um, everybody can just respect those. And if a mom chooses to breastfeed and breastfeed for a long time, hopefully they'll respect that. Um, but I believe that every mom is trying to make the best choice she can, mm -hmm. what's going to work for her and her baby. And so I know a lot of moms hear a lot of um, opinions about what they should be doing. Yeah. And I just tell moms, it's between you and your baby and what's going to work best for you. Yeah. And you have to start that mentality early because everyone's going to constantly tell you what to do with your baby, with your toddler, when it comes to potty training, <laughs> when it comes to sleeping, everything. With everything. And then, you know... <laughs> how to teach them how to drive and what college they should go to. It just continues from the moment you have a baby. Someone else is always trying to tell you how to raise your child. It's so true. So true. And while we appreciate other people's advice and suggestions and opinions, like you were saying, there also has to be that side of respect and acceptance. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So when it comes to the weaning side, um, there are some things though that moms have to kind of watch out for and and kind of um, be cognizant of, um, not just to necessarily do it cold turkey. Absolutely. Um, yeah. For their own sake. Yes, and so when I'm helping a mom who is going to be weaning, um, first of all, I always ask, what is your goal? How quickly do you have to wean? And if moms don't have to wean quickly, then we recommend that they do it very gradually. So there's a few methods that a mom can use. One of them is called the don't offer, don't refuse. <laughs> so you don't offer the breast, but you also don't refuse it if the baby wants to nurse. And then that way, weaning can happen gradually. Um, another way is we recommend for moms to replace maybe to take out one feeding every week. And as she takes out one feeding every week, and usually it's their least favorite feeding, whatever that may be. Sometimes that's mid-afternoon when babies are a little more alert and willing to play around a little bit. Um, and then if they can take out that one feeding every week, and then their milk supply will go down gradually. Mm -hmm. They're not going to have the issue of plugged milk ducts and mastitis and all of those other things, which is a breast infection. So if, she, if a mom just does it gradually, it's going to be easier on her and easier on the baby emotionally because breastfeeding isn't just about nutrition. It's also about connection and love mm -hmm. and touch. And so that's another thing I recommend for moms as she is weaning, um, make sure she replaces those feedings with extra love. She can get on the floor and play with her baby or read a book or things like that. Mm -hmm. um, another method is to make sure to avoid distractions um, and to avoid the places that you nurse. Uh, <laughs> so if a mom has a favorite nursing chair where she nurses, she tries to stay away from that nursing chair. Like a trigger <laughs> um, point. And sometimes moms find it more beneficial to be out and about outside of their home uh, more often as they're weaning so the baby isn't so used to, oh, this is where I nurse and this is where I get comfort. Um, but usually from what I've seen, the last feeding moms will take away is that night feeding as babies are getting tired and as they're going to bed. Um, and that's usually the feeding that we try and take away last. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Uh, for baby and for mom, emotions are going to be involved when it comes to weaning, uh, whether it's it's you know early on for whatever reason, or 
later, uh, later down the road. And, you know, like you were saying a moment ago, those emotions for mom can vary. They can be really sad about it, feeling that sense of loss. Um, but they can also feel a sense of joy and, and relief and freedom. Yes. Yes. And so you have, you have feelings all across the board. Some moms just absolutely love breastfeeding and it's the way that they connect and bond with their baby. Um, also when a mom is breastfeeding, she has the release of oxytocin, which is the feel good hormone. Um, so as a mom breastfeeds her baby, she also gets a sense of relaxation and calm because of that oxytocin that's released. And so when you're taking all of those things away, you're not having the more, a lot of contact with your baby. You're not having that oxytocin. You feel like your baby's moving on and growing. Uh, sometimes that can be really hard. Uh, on the other hand, some moms um, don't enjoy breastfeeding as much uh, or they're ready for their babies to move on. So they feel like they don't have to always be there for their baby and they can wean. And for those moms, they feel more of a sense of freedom. But any emotion that a mom feels is normal and okay. Mm -hmm. um, and it's okay to let her feel it, go through it, kind of grieve that process. Uh, I Again, I have five children and after I was weaning each child, I felt a sense of sadness mm -hmm. um, because I knew my child was moving on to a different <laughs> stage. And although I love every stage, uh, I love that newborn taking care of feeding a baby. And so uh, every mom will have a different reaction to it, but whatever reaction and however you feel to that is really okay. And that's why you have five children, because every time you weaned one, you just wanted that baby again. <laughs> Had to get another one in the, in the mix. <laughs> uh, for moms, we talked about that gradual wean and the importance of that. But what about for moms that might have to wean quickly or in a more abrupt fashion? Um, what should they know? So I think for the moms who have to wean abruptly, for example, if a mom has to take a medication, maybe she's having some radioactive dye or a cancer medication or something that she just can't breastfeed with, um, she may have to just honestly kind of go cold turkey to feeding her baby breast milk and feeding at the breast, but she can still take a pump or hand express anytime she's getting full and it will take her longer to wean down that milk supply but then she's not going to be as miserable. Mm -hmm. uh, we recommend she ibuprofen for swelling, use a lot of cold packs. I recommend like a bag of frozen peas, frozen <laughs> corn, one size fits all and just kind of put it on your breast. Um, we even recommend cabbage leaves if we're trying to wean a mom down. You can get a green head of cabbage, wash it, put it in the fridge, take off a leaf at a time, break the spine and put them on your breast. And when they wilt, uh, then you can put on an another uh, cabbage leaf but um hopefully if moms have to wean cold turkey and they just have to stop for medical reasons um they can stop breastfeeding their baby and the baby will have to be given a bottle but and formula mm -hmm. instead of the breast milk but mom can still pump her hand express to wean down gradually even though baby will not be receiving that milk yeah okay that's good and it really is i mean through pregnancy and breastfeeding and weaning just listening to your body it really is isn't it yeah correct so for people who maybe want some more information and want to read through some things or have other questions what kind of source of information do you have that they can find that at you know um one of the 
things we have, we'll put a link, um, I believe, of it's if a mom would like to donate her milk, let's say a mom has lost a baby and she would like to donate her milk, um, she can go to giveyourmilk.org. Um, and Intermountain, we have a lot of donation sites where a mom can donate her breast milk if she would like to do something like that. Um, and, and that's safe she, to do? And a mom can go to... What was that? That's all safe to do, to donate and then have another baby utilize and everything? Yes, it depends on why she is weaning. If she's weaning, weaning for a medical reason or taking medication, no, she probably would not be able to donate. But some moms, if they have a baby who has passed or have extra milk or things like that, they can donate. Um, and we have a milk bank now here in Utah uh, that they can donate through. And we have a lot of donation sites through Intermountain that a mom can donate her milk. She does have to go through a process and a pretty intensive screening to donate. But sometimes moms find that really beneficial. Mm -hmm. uh, if a mom uh, wants to go to intermountainhealthcare.org, uh, she can find uh, information on breastfeeding and weaning there, and we can put a link. I've got a link, but it's pretty long, so okay. I can't read it. Yeah, no, absolutely, and we'll have all of that information, of course, on KUTV.com as well. Um, and then they can always talk to someone like you, a lactation specialist, and you can answer a number of questions. Yes, and so, and that is one of the things, um, as I've helped moms, it's really beneficial to find a lactation consultant that you connect with, that you trust, uh, and work with her throughout your breastfeeding journey. In the beginning, if you're having soreness or things like that, help early on is really beneficial. And as you are weaning, consult with a lactation consultant, preferably an IBCLC, which is an international board certified lactation consultant, because um, they have the training and the knowledge to help you work through the weaning and anything else that you would need. All right, well, thank you so much for all of your information and for being with us today. We so appreciate your time. Well, thank you so much. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.